You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. So the Browns get Kansas City uh, this Saturday, and I, I want to go back to what we're going to see, how important is it for Deshaun Watson to get this playing time, how important is it for the starters. Will we see Nick Chubb even get a couple carries in this game on Saturday? There are a lot of little things that need to be kind of dusted off in case there's rust on them. And then you might get rusty again because you got a little bit of a wait until September 10th. Well, Nick Chubb is not playing Saturday. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly caught. Basically, I think that the guys that did not play against the Washington Commanders will be the guys that do not play against um, uh, against the Chiefs. Um, so that being what it is, um, and I'm, try- I'm right now scrambling to look up uh, all the guys that did not play uh, against Washington just to give people uh, an idea. It was a pretty healthy list. Yeah. So, like, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. No, that's yeah. I mean, it, it was a it, it was a pretty healthy list, but um, right. Yeah. Um, it's probably just easier to say if you didn't see him in that game, you'll probably see him in this game, right? Yeah, that's what you're trying much. to say. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so what kind of work does Deshaun Watson need in this game? I, I, you know, I think it just goes back to get your work done. I don't know that you, we sit around and we say, well, 25 plays, you're going to get 25 plays. Should he play into the second quarter? Should he play in the second half? I don't think that's what the case should be. I think the case should be is if he can go out there, get a couple drives, look, defe- look effective, crisp, and clean, and work out any issues he may have in a very vanilla offense where they're probably not going to run a whole lot of stuff. Um, that's all you need. You just need him to kind of, Take a dip in the pool and then know what the pool feels like when it starts on September 10th. Yeah. Um, and they, I mean, they, they just most importantly, they want to replicate what they did against Washington, but they want to replicate it on a, a longer scale there. Uh, mm-hmm. They I, they not only want to see that long sustained drive, they'd like to also put some points on the board. But again, I, I don't think Nick Chubb's going to be so, uh, you know, like, John Kelly and um, I mean, we haven't seen Donovan Peoples Jones. We haven't really seen any of the receivers. We haven't seen Amari Cooper. I mean, yeah, those guys are really, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you, you'll get a little taste of those guys. 
Um, like Jakeem Grant, he's going to return kicks and punts. I think he's on the team, which I think kicks Austin Watkins off the team. Um, because just based on what Kevin Stefanski said on Wednesday, um, you know, he was asked, Hey, do you need to see Jakeem take some uh, offensive snaps to play into whether or not he makes the, the, you know, the, the roster decisions and, and Stefanski said no. And then I kind of followed up a little later and said, okay, well, you know, the, the rules have changed, you know, so does having a, a specialized returner really matter all that much? And, and Stefanski basically said, yes, he said they value the return game. So yeah, I, I think Jakeem Grant makes this team, Andy. I, so are I, you keeping six or seven wide receivers? Six. You can't get, how can you keep a seventh unless you keep two tight ends, which I don't think they're going to do. I think they have to keep three tight ends. Uh, I, the, you could, I don't think put you, you could put Jakeem Grant down as a kick returner and then keep a seventh. But the, the question there then that, because I'm saying seven based on Jakeem Grant, Daryl. So saying yep. that Jakeem Grant is a wide receiver, if you kind of play him as a wide receiver, but kind of look at him as a kick returner and say, okay, we're giving Bubba like three slots or four slots and, he's going to fall into one of Bubba slots, then that's if you want to look at it that way. And even if you did it that way, as much as they like, I, I mean, is it David Bell that, that's got the locked up spot? Are we saying that? Because I I mean, yeah, I, I like Bell. David Bell, but I got to tell you, it doesn't seem like the, the return on investment is, unless there's something special happening in practice, I like David Bell. I mean, I really think that he's a, a guy that could help this team, but. They're not giving up on it, on him after one year. There's no way. So he, David Bell's making this team. And what about Schwartz? Gone, Anthony Schwartz? Yeah, he's as good as gone. Okay. I, well, I mean, but we see here, we want to say that they're going to hang on to their guys they drafted. And well, as bad as we might think Schwartz is, he's still one of their guys that they drafted. Well, put him back on the practice squad. I think he'll have no problem getting there, right? I think that's what's going to happen. So, and they'll, and they'll probably try to get Watkins through to the practice squad too, then. Isn't that a fair assessment? Yeah, but, but again, this is this is the risk you make, though. If they've had really good preseasons, right, and that tape is out there, like so, would that, you keep that, like, him, Daryl? Would... There's the, the Dorian Thompson Robinson's making the fifty-three. They cannot right. put that dude on waivers because he's not getting through waiver. You know what I'm saying? People no, we'll, we'll So he has, and and that's the other the thing there, Andy. When you're like, oh well, they'll just you know keep a seventh receiver in Chicken Grant. Well, they're also keeping the third quarterback on the active roster. So now that's two roster spots that are gone, right? Or right. Two, two, quote, extra roster spots that you're having to use. So that's why I don't think they're going to keep seven receivers because they're going to keep uh, DTR on the active. They got to – I mean, obviously, it, it's not set in stone, but based on how he's playing, like, I, I just don't think there's just any way that they get him through waivers into the practice squad. They'll lose they, – I'm fairly confident in saying – if the Browns cut DTR, he will be claimed on waivers. Yeah, I would think so too. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine him not getting picked up. I mean, and I I heard the debate because Chris Rose said it during the broadcast that he thought there were other teams that would could conceivably use him right now to start in, <laughs> uh, across the league. I, that's what Chris said, and then people were like, uh, maybe that's not exactly true. I think he definitely could compete for other teams. I just don't know that he would be a starter for any NFL team. I. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I mean, just, there are some quarterbacks I am not enamored with across the league. And so I think he could give some competition, but I don't think that's the case. In fact, I was going to bring this up too. Uh, Baker Mayfield getting the starting job in Tampa and man, well, he was pretty, I don't want to say cocky, but he was extremely cocky about what he had to say after he got the starting nod. What'd you think of that? Yeah. Well, I mean, that just, you know, vintage Baker, um, was this three different starting jobs or, you know, Browns, Panthers, well, and four. I mean, if you count being, you know, kind of Los Angeles. Oh yeah, that's true. I was thinking like week one. I was, I was, you oh, know, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, this is his third week one team. Third, third straight year, or I'm sorry, third year in a row starting week one for a new team. Mm-hmm. If that may, did I say that right? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> three straight years starting for three different teams. Okay. Correct. That's, what, that's what I meant to say. That's okay. Uh, Browns, Panthers, and then of course, uh, Buccaneers. And yeah, I mean, that that's just Baker being Baker. And I'll say this, like, if this doesn't work in Tampa Bay, I think he'll probably need to consider retirement because let's be honest about it. Andy. I think he could stick in the league forever as a backup. If he could just stop, if his ego would let him do it. He's that's, that's what I was going to get to. I don't know that he, I don't think mentally he's built to be a backup quarterback and I'm not criticizing him. Like that's just who he is as a player and as a man, right? Mm -hmm. Like he's not a backup and and I don't, I mean, to your point, yes, a hundred. If he goes the Colt McCoy route, he can make a ton of money in the Brian NFL. Hoyer, same thing, right? Right. But I don't but like those guys are wired differently than Baker is. If does that make sense? Like Absolutely that makes sense. I like I, I totally get it. Brian is a like I'll I'll, I'll cuz I think Hoyer is the perfect example of a guy who, you know, had talent man, I just, <laughs> Watching that Johnny Manziel thing really bothered me even more <laughs> about what happened with Brian Hoyer here and the opportunity and what they were doing. And <clears throat> if Alex Mack stays healthy, what a year that could have been if they weren't worried about, as he said, selling tickets and T-shirts rather than who was the starting quarterback. Brian Hoyer said that yeah. on our show. And I was just like, he's right. I, I, I mean, I can't argue with him. Well, we um, said that at the time, though, when they made the right. move that it was about selling T-shirts and making the fans happy. It was, it was not a football decision because look, everyone in the building on the football side, including within the locker room knew what the hell was going on with Johnny. They knew that that guy wasn't ready. I mean, there's a reason in his first start against the Cincinnati Bengals, the offense didn't cross midfield and he got sacked like 20 times. True. And, and I think Joe Thomas was the only one that actually went out of his way to do his job up front on the <laughs> offensive line that day. <laughs> I mean, it, it felt like the offensive line, like said hut. And they're like, Johnny's that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Playbook. I don't need to watch any tape. Zero point. Yeah. That's what that game felt. It was like, yeah, uh, he, the deuce is there. He ain't quite loose. Go get him. <laughs> Like, I mean, it it was a bloodbath. The offense did not cross midfield that game. It was, it was by It reminded me of the, it reminded me of 99. You know what? I've seen a lot of really awful, and I do mean awful Browns quarterback performances. That was like, there is no contest 
it not even close. By far the absolute worst single game quarterback performance in Cleveland Browns history was Johnny Manziel's first start against the Cincinnati Bengals. Drop the mic. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like where you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. We'd love to have you on board. And you can always hit us up on uh, social media, whether it's X or I don't know, X or Instagram or whatever Bill Belichick wants to call it this week. Hit us up on Snap that. Face. At the Snap Face. At Game Day C. Uh, what are we at? At Game Day. At Game Day CLE. At Game Day CLE. I get confused between this and the and the regular show. All right, we'll come back. We'll talk about the number one topic around Northeast Ohio, to kick or not to kick, that is the question.